Good morning, Judith. Good morning, Sonia. Welcome to the Coaches Cup. I'm Sonia Green from SoniaGreenCoaching.com. And I'm Judith Fender. I'm a coach over with the Novius Weight Loss System. Program. And welcome to 2021. Woo! <laughs> wow. Seems like just yesterday. It was 2020. Just a few minutes ago, look at yeah. us, we are the same clothes into the new year, Sonia. <laughs> Nobody would know that. Right? Now yeah. they know. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, this is our first podcast of 2021, and we thank you for joining us. And we picked a topic that we are wanting to work on this year. Yes. So this, we were just talking before, before we started podcast. Imagine that me and yeah. Sonia talking. <laughs> we never talk. We really just. No, we don't. But Sonia said, you know, I really think we need to emphasize how we both are working on time and like honoring what's on the calendar. And I said, yes, because it's so valuable. It's the game changer. This constraint for 2021, for both of us, it's the game changer. We have achieved a, a certain level of excellence in our life. And then what's going to take us to the next level is our ability to put it on the calendar, honor the calendar, knock it out. Don't second guess. Keep going. Get it done. Boom. Podcast over. <laughs> yeah. There's how you do it. Constraint <laughs> in five minutes or less. Right. And you know, we joke about that, but that really is what it's all about. The, the idea of constraint. So let's, let's back up a little bit for, for those who haven't been thinking about it as much as we obviously have mm -hmm. and talk about this concept of constraint. What is it and how does it apply in our lives? Okay. So are we going with the limitation or restriction to simplify life? I'm all about that. Yeah. Um, and this definition also including subtracting something from your life when overwhelm creates a problem. And, you know, so many mm -hmm. times in coaching, we're, you know, when, when someone's in overwhelm, we're like, can, how can you get into action? And, and I don't know that I've ever coached somebody and saying like, what's one thing you can take away? Yeah. Yeah. What's one thing is there's like, and, and, and honestly, I have not even considered that until this moment. I don't know if one thing I would take away as much as if I just put well, shit on the calendar. Right. But that's, that's the thing. We, we start doing things and we decide they're necessary. We decide that we have to do a certain thing or we have to, you know, read a certain book or whatever it is and before you know it we have all of these different things oh. that we have to do coming at us and here we are in overwhelm and how many of the things that you do every day how many of those do you really have to do <laughs> you know truth be told not a lot yeah thing to do yeah. Now, if you're, you know, if you're a young mom or, or something like that, then maybe you do feel like there's, you know, you're in a, in a season of your life when there are a lot of um, people or things depending on you. Mm -hmm. So we are not in that season, <laughs> no. thankfully. 
Mm. Um, but, you know, we still, we all have these things. We put these things on ourselves that have to get done and we make it much more difficult than it has to be. And so, yes, I love that concept of subtracting. What can I subtract so that I can focus on what it really takes to get to that next level? You know what immediately just came to my mind, a thought I've had this morning, I'm here I go bunny trailing, um, cleaning my house. I have subtracted that, not, mm-hmm. not with this intention, but with the awareness that, you know, I have my daughter living at home right now um, and me working and it has, it has, it is not a priority for me. It is something that has taken me about six months to get to this point where I just don't care. It's not, it's not a priority right now. This, this kitchen is not a priority. It's not, it's not, this is not a problem that I need to address right now. The more important things are on my calendar that I need to address. Not has my floor been swept. It will get done. It may not be in this minute, which is something I would typically be doing, mm-hmm. handling things in the minute and, not, but I'm prioritizing automatically coming back. Yes. Yeah. Because we, our brains have a tendency when, when we have things that um, maybe are outside of our comfort zone, our brains decide to make other more comfortable actions mm. urgent. Mm. Oh yeah. Like sweeping the floor, which is something I totally would have been getting into. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, I mean, in the moment that seems urgent. I remember being in college and my apartment was never cleaner than around finals when I had lots of papers due. Right. Oh God. Yes. It's true. (laughs) I mean that because that's a mindless task. Yeah that I could do, it seemed, oh my goodness, it seemed so urgent. It hadn't been urgent for three months of the semester, but now Mm -hmm. it's urgent. Mm -hmm. And so so to constrain, (laughs) we are not implying this is easy. In fact, if you know, we're saying this is something we're both working on this semester or this, this next year semester. Yeah. I, I think in semester time, um, but we're both working on it because it is a challenge. It's a challenge to focus your brain and say, I am working on this part of my life right now. The rest of it isn't necessary. Boom. I'm I'm thinking about how I'm going to be doing this, but I don't want to get ahead of, um, ahead of where we want to take this. Yeah. Well, and so one thing it it will do is reduce overwhelm because you make decisions ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Like you said, you, you make that list of things that have to get done and you can do this. You know, I, when I'm, when I'm calendaring, I have a weekly list, but I also have things that stretch out longer. So, um, but I'll, I'll sit down and think of everything that needs to get done for the week and put that on the calendar. Um, But that once, if I honor that, I get so much done. It blows my mind how much I get done when I actually honor that. Same. But it also, 
I have so much more energy at the end of the week. Mm -hmm. Decision fatigue is a real thing. Mm -hmm. And it is, it's the opposite of constraint. Mm -hmm. Do you want to talk? Well, well, I was thinking like when you were talking about this and I was looking through the notes, it makes me think about like you were thinking like shopping at one place and what that allows your brain, like that constraint that I'll only shop here. And then which led into the food and which led into the thinking around, um, I only eat fuel foods. This is something I adapted in my life. Uh, I guess it's going on four years now. That's still really hard for me to believe, Mm -hmm. um, that, creating that food is neutral helped me get to this place. But then when I categorized food into uh, what is fuel, like that helped me eliminate processed foods just altogether because for me, processed foods are not fuel and they don't feel good in my body. And the concept that I am not a snacker. Mm -hmm. And now with that said, have I snacked? Yes. Do I consider myself someone who does not snack? Yes, I consider myself someone who does not snack. Um, It simplifies my life. Particularly, I'm a fan of the concept of closing the kitchen after dinner. That's really because shenanigans. There's no good comes (laughs) eating after dinner. It's not purposeful. It's not for any other reason except for serving some emotion, creating an emotion or avoiding an emotion. That's my take. So. Um, to back up just a little bit with constraint, this this comes in for food um, in the form of making a food protocol, right? Of writing down what you're going to um, to eat on a sheet of paper, and then using that protocol to create your weekly plan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and an agreement that I will not eat after dinner. Yeah. Yeah. And so we started talking about this because uh, we were talking about foods that we that we like and um, but they don't make our protocol because of of constraint. We keep them off. And I was mentioning, you know, I I wasn't mentioning potato chips. That's, you know, I wasn't mentioning uh, junk food, oatmeal, Mm -hmm. food Mm -hmm. that I love to have in the morning but it does not fuel me for the long term. I can eat oatmeal and an hour and a half later, I could sit down and eat a full meal. Mm -hmm. It just does not fuel me. Mm -hmm. So it's not on my protocol. I don't eat it because of that, even though it's a healthy food and I love it. I constrain and try to focus on what are foods that fuel me. Mm Mm-hmm. And there aren't a lot of breakfast foods on it. And I love breakfast, hmm. but, um, but that's one way that I have constrained is that I think about what is the fuel that I want to get from it. Hmm. And so, yeah, that we were talking about uh, stores. We were talking about this because if you all remember, <laughs> I don't remember a few weeks ago, we were talking about couch drama. Oh, God. And behind <laughs> the couch. <laughs> And so I was, I was laughing as we were talking before the podcast today, I said, you need to constrain and just pick one store you can go look at and tell yourself you're going to buy a couch from that store. And that's it. Are there other places you could look? Yeah. Shoot. You live in North Carolina. You live in the furniture capital. I mean, not, 
not right there, but close by. Pretty darn close. Yeah. So you could go sit on couches for the next six months. I could. But what would that serve you? What would you not get done that is necessary to meet your goals if you went and spent six months searching for a couch? Mm. And, you know, so we, we talk about these things because we sometimes artificially overwhelm ourselves yeah right because we don't constrain so if you really wanted to constrain you would say i have one day i have one store i'm going to choose a couch yeah i mean i'm not saying that that's the way you should do it but in in true constraint fashion how much mental drama would that move out of your brain if you did that? Yeah. And you know where I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm my brain immediately like, you know what? I could do that. But I told you earlier what my problem really, my personal issue, it's really not the couch. Yeah. It's that you want to do your whole house. Right. Right. Yeah. Let's talk about reducing overwhelm. Right. So if I get a couch that could be perfect, but then when I redo the whole house, this couch is not going to go with the house that I want. Yeah. <laughs> if I get the couch that goes with the house that I have now. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, that is how overwhelm blossoms. Right. I mean, no. you just watched it. <laughs> that, but we all do that, right? Our brains do that all the time. I, I am working on um, a program for, for my clients right now. And I keep thinking, well, I need to do this thing first. I need to do this thing first. I need to, and you know, I have this huge list of things I want to read or write or whatever that's keeping me from doing the thing I need to be doing right now. When constraint would say, okay, make a list of what needs to get done. What needs to happen first? I don't need to read seven more books before I teach this class. I don't. I don't. No, I don't. (laughs) My brain tells me I do. Mm -hmm. But that gets us to the concept of B-minus work. Is it going to be perfect when I create this course for the first time? No. Is it going to be good? Yeah. Is it going to serve my clients? Absolutely. But I could make myself you know, I could make myself believe that I need to read seven more books before I do it. And then after I read those seven, there'll be seven more that I need to read that have been written in that time because I wasn't creating, I was consuming. Which takes me to this note right here. Constraint reveals the ability to make a decision. Boom. Decision made. Teaching yeah. the class. I'm not reading the seven, I'm not reading the seven books. Done. Right. Yeah. Exhaustion. Like you've just freed yourself you've subtracted yes Mm -hmm. so it's I think in listening to us talk about it dear listeners you have probably picked up on the fact that I mean it is a challenge for us it's not something that we have figured out but I don't see that as necessarily that's the goal but it's the journey that's gonna make us better right this is that next level refinement this is how how we, how did I say it at the beginning? What did I say? The game changer. The game changer. Yeah. Like we, we, we both have mad skills. We can get things done. We have the ability to, we can make decisions. 
Yes. We can, we can do all these things like sifting flour through the, the sieve, whatever yeah. that's called. Um, this, this ability to be able to look like you with your class, to be able to look at it and be like, okay, I want to do this. It would be great, but here's what I can do. Yeah. Boom. And it gets done. Like that is how you're going to take yourself. And then, and then it's your ability to honor that commitment, that relationship that you have with yourself that really shines through in those moments when you make these decisions and honor the calendar. Yeah. And that's, that's the ultimate beauty of constraint. It helps you to be, to get into integrity with yourself. Yes. Such a huge, huge word. When we're integrity with ourselves, when we're in integrity, in alignment, like that is the sweet spot where we just, where life can just crank along and it feels right. Yeah. Everything we do feels right. Yeah. And we're going to talk more about that in a couple of weeks um, when we talk about a book that, that we've both been reading. But I, I, I do, it, it, that is the sweet spot because so much so much depends on being able to make a decision and then honor it. Yeah. I'm still, I'm back over here on the couch. <laughs> yeah. So. So how are you spending your time right now? Mm -hmm. 2021 is just getting started. You know, you're listening to this podcast, so you're obviously interested in self-development. What are you doing for yourself to reduce your overwhelm, to reduce your decision fatigue, mm -hmm. and to produce, to, to, mm -hmm. do, to get out of consumption mode? Mm -hmm. It is so easy and familiar and comfortable mm -hmm. to stay in consumption mode. But how are you going to constrain yourself and get some stuff done this year? Mm -hmm. I'm going to even simplify that and say, how can you simplify your life and set yourself free? Yes. Constraint. If you want to do that, then join us on this journey through this next year. Uh, and I'm sure that we will be coming back to this topic as, as we at least touching on it from time to time as we figure out our own path and, and how constraint is helping us to grow. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I think narrowing it down is really, I feel some freedom just talking about it, just talking oh, about the fact that I'm ready to let some of the stuff go because it's I not am, necessary. I am too, even for my day, like I have, I have a list for my day. And I can't, I'm looking forward to making the decision, what's going to hit the calendar for the day, mm -hmm. what I'm going to get done. And I'm also looking forward to this beautiful weather because I know, you know, here we are in December. This, these January. days are January, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> January 1st. <laughs> I'm going to go hiking today, but constraining myself to making decisions will be, will uh, work in my favor, will simplify my life. Indeed. So I can set myself free and go hike. <laughs> well done. All right, dear listeners, set yourself free. Let us know. Let us know in the comments. We'd love to hear what you're doing to constrain. What are you going to give up? How are you going to set yourself free and have more energy to do the really important things? <laughs>
Yeah. Love All it. Right. Until next week. I'm Sonia Green. I'm Judith Fender. And we'll see you. Bye.